there's us, and then there's you, you suck. We're really, really great. In contrast, you really suck. Okay, full disclosure, we're not that great, but nevertheless, you suck. It's episode 10 of White Men Can't Pod. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm here with Rosenbagger, Runamucker, Bill and Wally. What's up? Ryan's got a big butt. Ryan's got a big butt. <laughs> Give him that high, stinky cheddar, Wally. Oh my God, that that was awkward. But the key to being a big lead podcast is the three R's: readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. You know what, Wally? <laughs> we want a pitcher, not an underwear not snitcher. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be a big night for Quote Mountain. Oh, this was Big night my favorite one. This was something. So many quote mountains. This was something. Oh my gosh. While you are taking us through this one, right? No. It is Bill. I hope it's not me. No, it's Bill. I'm sorry. Uh when an accident miraculously gives a boy incredible, powerful pitching arm. He becomes a major league pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. It's rookie of the year. And he walks away. Yeah. Walk off. We lost him. Uh, rookie of the year. How did you first see rookie of the year? I'm just realizing now this was the first time I've seen it. Really? No seen, way. I had seen probably um, like clips of it. But I had never actually, like, not even full scenes, not even that kind of stuff. I just remember, I probably just remember the trailer. Wow. So, yeah, this was the first viewing. That's crazy. That's wild. I might have seen it in the theaters, but this also could have been another VHS that we had. I don't, I don't think I, I think I agree with you, Bill. I think I saw this on the on VHS or something. You know, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing this in theaters, but I definitely I remember watching was, a lot. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say this is one of my seminal kid movies, but it's certainly something I've seen multiple times. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, you want to do the box office game, Bill? We could do the box office game here. Uh, now, the budget that I found is actually a range, so we'll see how this goes. Okay. I, don't, there, I couldn't find a set range or a set value, but... Who's got a Who's got the budget? Well, you've got you've got janitor. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, he, he wasn't janitor yet. He wasn't right. janitor yet. You've got the guy who played the the toy store owner in Home Alone two. Yep, the owner. The owner. Yep. Hmm. Uh, you got a kid who was in Heavyweights, and another kid who was in uh, Mr. Nanny. Walter Mr. Nanny. Mm, that's classic. right. A true classic. You're forgetting Gary Busey. He was a big deal. Oh, this and Marv, obviously. Marv from Home, Home Alone. This big was guy. Daniel Stern's right. directorial debut. Oh. He directed this movie, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. And he also really didn't direct very many movies. Uh, I was, just this and a, like some TV. I was going to say, there's a, a trivia saying this is the only film directed by Daniel Stern. Hmm. That can't be right, right? It's not the only he there's other things that he did, but they're not this 
high level, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There's other weird stuff that he's done. Um, John Candy is the announcer. John, John Candy. Candy is not credited. Yeah. John Candy. <laughs> oh, great. That's that's why the other big he, name. Why is forgetting. that? Why is he not credited? I don't know. He wasn't originally cast in the movie. So Wow. They just couldn't add a name at the end? <laughs> I guess not. Uh, so crazy. who's got a guess at the budget? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the budget. Yeah. Um, $23 million. Right. They had to rent Wrigley. Oh, God, I forgot about that. $30, $30 million. <clears throat> You guys are way off. Both over. Way over. Oh, wow. $7 million. $10 million. 10 to 14 million is the range I have here. Woo! Wow. All right, so let's box office, though I have a number. You have the number. Okay. 37 million. That'd be a pretty good, pretty good movie. Yeah. 22 million. Wally, you're not all that close, but you win. <laughs> I'm not all that close. Oh, it made a lot of money. Six and a half million. That made a wow. lot of money. This thing was box office gold. That made yeah. a lot of money. Wow. Daniel Stern effect. Daniel Stern <laughs> killing it. Why isn't he directed more movies? I don't know. Where are you, Daniel Stern? I could have. I would have guessed he would have directed Bushwhack, but no. Or Celtic Pride, maybe. Yeah, but, something, uh... something else. Fun stuff. Okay. I think we're ready. Are we gonna do an eBay war now or later? We'll we'll slide it back in later. Yeah. So we start off, we show Chicago, zoom in on Wrigley Field. It looks like we're getting ready for the stadium. People are putting the field together. There's nobody in the crowd. There's a couple old ladies coming in dressed up and stuff. They show the players on the field warming up, and one of the Cubs outfielders appears to be having a catch with someone in the stands. Like, not just throwing a baseball, like waiting for them to throw it back to him. Wow. Um, and then we go to the announce team, and John Candy is just talking about how awful the Cubs are. How terrible they are. They're going to have a bad year, and nothing works. Everything's, like, blowing up, even though it's opening night. Yeah, why why does the equipment not work? I didn't understand that part of the bit. Poor. But... We'll find out how poor they are coming up, but that's, they're poor. Yeah, that's true. They're poor. Uh we then meet Henry Rowan Gardner, the star of the movie, and his pals George and Clark. Uh George looks just like my friend's kids. So that was weird, the whole movie. <laughs> George was the the larger like long... one. The larger one, yeah. Okay. Oh, the larger, larger one with the blonde hair. Okay. Um, as they're running to who knows where, just causing trouble with a baby carriage, they run into mom and she like, oh, hey, George. Hi, Clark. Very clearly has a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't seem to mind that they're just running around the streets, but I guess it's the 90s, so that could be the case. And then we find out she's got a bit of an arm as she throws sunscreen to them, which Henry, of course, doesn't catch because he's on his way to his baseball game, but he's the worst baseball player there is. Yeah. Number one problem with his baseball career. He can't he's wearing, do anything. He's wearing jeans. Oh, that too. Yeah. Don't wear jeans. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe their their team doesn't have the fancy socks and stuff. 
no, lies he, because yeah. the other kids are wearing the, the normal pants. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> is it a coincidence that the minute he gets out of jeans, he's great at baseball, and the minute he's back in jeans, he's, back, he's terrible again? It's a jeans conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> There's only two people who can be athletic in jeans. One is Jared, and the other is John Moxley. This is the only two I've ever seen. Jeans Ambrose. And uh Jared's like a two-sport athlete. He can wear jeans and a backwards hat that will never fall off during basketball. That's true. Which is a superpower. It's superpower. Yeah, so we go to the baseball game. Uh his friends are not on the team, but they're hanging about on the scoreboard and doing other stuff. Why? I don't know. The team's the... awful. Are you tell me they couldn't have used these guys? Instead of Henry, they could have. <laughs> the other guy oh. just sneezes the whole time. He's got allergies. Yeah, so the allergy kid gets pulled. Henry, you're in the outfield. So he sends him out to left. Uh, we find out that even before he gets in, he's awful because the coach is just calling his kids idiots and morons yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this was a intense... Little League coach, even nope. for the 90s. His, even like, for the 90s. When he shows back up, too, he's weird. <laughs> he's so weird when he, when they, when he was watching TV later. He's like, what, what? Henry, uh, playing with his little figurines or whatever. Uh, so he gets in the game. Of course, they immediately hit the ball to him. So deep fly to the outfield. Now, as a kid who dropped his fair share of pop-ups in the outfield. Totally understand. It happens yeah. in Little League. Sure. Yes. But rather than pick it up, try to hide your tears and throw it in like a regular kid, mm-hmm. he spins in a circle and throws the ball out of the stadium. <laughs> Can't like, see, and he just whips it out of the park. He's got yeah. an arm. He already has a good arm. He throws yeah, it out of the I stadium. guess. But he can't see, and rather than just lift his head up, he just spins in a circle and throws it, and it does not work. Yikes. So he it's goes awesome. home. Super dumb because yeah. of this. Like, a, yeah, he's, he's just the dumbest. Yeah. Oh, wait. Before even the, the ball gets hit to him, he gets in and immediately goes, Hey, come on, buddy. give him the high cheese. Oh, give yeah. him the... And he's just like, Oh, the most annoying kid in the world. I'm not. His sure. own teammates are like, Shut up. Yeah. So he gets home and his mom's like, How'd it go? Oh, terrible. Mm, go do laundry. <laughs> Then he, so he's now trying to pitch soap or something into the machine, uh, which is a very tiny opening for a washing machine. He can do it. Uh, three, two count, throws a bullet for strike one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he throws a bullet. Like, I don't know why he's not a pitcher, because clearly he would be better at that's, that. That's his problem. That's the yeah. problem here. I mean, his mom says he should be a pitcher, so... Yeah, you know, maybe not maybe an underwear catch, just, Yeah, uh, he goes back upstairs to find out his mom is leaving him home alone so she can go on her three week anniversary date. What the with her hell? new friend Jack? This guy's creepy. Yeah, wow. right from the start, he's annoying. He gives this her a necklace. Guy. Henry does not like him, and she's like, Oh, whatever, put yourself to bed. I'm gonna be yeah. irresponsible and go out for dinner and drinks. So at first, he like Henry doesn't like him. And... <laughs> I was like, oh, Henry's such a douche. And then I met the guy, and I'm like, no, no, Henry's actually right on this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We skip ahead to the next day. They're in school at the, in the cafeteria. We find out that Henry has a crush on Becky, uh, who's just a girl in the school. So they want him to talk to him. He obviously is not going to do that. 
So we then find out also, by the way, guys, we have a boat to work on. There's a boat. So Becky also doesn't think Henry's very ugly. Yeah. And I like how they word that. Not very ugly. Just a little. She doesn't think you're very ugly. She thinks you're regular ugly. (laughs) Uh, So they're leaving school. The baseball players are rightfully making fun of Henry for being terrible. Uh, so they, one of them who apparently is very good because he can pick his spot when he hits a baseball. Right. Hits a pop fly and says, Henry, go get it. So like a dummy, Henry decides, I'm going to, I'm going to, Becky's watching. I got to do it. So they're just walking away. The most baller thing would be to just flip him off. Keep walking. Yeah. Let the pop fly drop. Yeah. Doesn't. What? Goes after it. Slips on another baseball that's just sitting there. Goes flying up in the air and breaks his arm on the fall down. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised they actually showed like the landing. I was like, I'm not ready to see that. That's that could actually. Well, I mean, they bad. didn't show like, and then it didn't like a dislocation. I mean, he yeah. just landed. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we see him getting a cast, and he's like, "Well, there goes my summer," because it's it essentially he's he's got his arm up as though he's taking a left on a bicycle. I think. Mm. Uh, no, wait, no, it was his right arm, so it would be a right. Wouldn't oh, that yeah. just be straight out? Yeah, okay, that's fair. Come on, Boy Scouts. But then that doesn't make sense because you, you're not using your right arm. Too, to... too much drugs and alcohol to remember how to do this. I thought you only used one arm. That does matter. He's got his arm up. Isn't at it 90 this degree angle. and this? Yeah, so who 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 sets an arm like this? The doctor. <laughs> this doesn't doctor, make any sense. This doctor's weird. He puts we'll have to check in with Dr. Tim for... and see if that's how it works. <laughs> He's in a cast for four months. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time to be in a cast. It's supposed to be like six to eight weeks. Yeah, not four months. So we then skip ahead to the end of the summer when he's getting it off. Um, His friends are at the doctor's appointment with him in the room, touching all the medical supplies. Nobody has anything wrong with this. Gross. So they take the cast off, and every time he moves his arm, you can hear creaking, like something's not quite right. Uh. And then he goes to move his hand slowly, slaps the doctor very hard in the nose, and then the most memorable thing from my childhood, the doctor exclaims, <laughs> funky butt loving. Call him out. Funky butt loving. That was hilarious as a child, and I don't even know what it meant. Now that I know what it means, it's very funny that it's in this movie. <laughs> Explain oh, what it means. Hysterical. Explain what it means. Uh, butt loving would be when you put your penis in a butthole. Oh, 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 oh. But what makes it funky? Well, uh, the music that's the people playing. involved. The, yeah, yeah. Wait, I can the, show the you. Tempo, the tempo. Is this going to be yeah. added to your dating ritual now? <laughs> funky, butt, but, funky butt loving need to be added? I don't think that's a thing I can just oh, put right. into the... All right, all right, all right. We'll wait till uh, what's her name? Becky. You might have to buy a boat, but yeah, you need a boat. You need a boat <laughs> Which if you want to catch a Becky. Would very much help my help me out. Buy a boat. You need a you boat. Have to build the boat. You need to build mm, the truck. You need to build it. They will come. All Maybe right. So mom won't. gives them Cubs tickets <laughs> to get to celebrate the cast coming off. But she doesn't go. Yeah, no, she just drops them off at Wrigley Field. She's too. Not busy. even drops them off. Puts them on the train. Puts them on a train. Chicago's not a safe place. Not yeah, everywhere. It was in the nineties, so you could just be in a city and just run around like nothing. Um, we meet Uncle Bob, the Cubs' crazy owner. He's clearly going senile. 
So his nephew, they just call Fish, is going to take it over, but he says he needs a miracle or else they're going to have to sell the team anyways. Yeah. He's literally greasy. That's how you know he's the bad guy. He's got like a, greased a weird down uh, minion, too, that helps him out. Yeah. That, that guy. Uh, we then meet Rocket, a.k.a. Chet, a.k.a. Gary Busey, in full Gary busey Chet Stedman might yep. be the greatest name in all of sports movie history. It is a pretty baseball good. name. It's pretty good. I mean, it might. I could see it being the bad guy hitter's name as well. It's, it's no hardball cutter, but it is close. Not. It is yeah. close. Uh, so he's the rocket, but he can't throw the heat anymore, and he's getting shelled because of it. So the second home run of the game is given up. The first one, they're all chanting, throw it back. So one of the bleacher creatures does it, and they make fun of him because he's also terrible. Uh, so this one... The boys get, but the two uh, his two friends decide, like, I'm not throwing this. This is on national TV. I'm going to get razzed. So Henry says, I'll do it. And he throws a frozen rope into the catcher's mitt from the bleachers. Yep. Uh, everyone is stunned by what happened, including John, Hen- uh, John Henry, John Candy. But he's chased away by the bleacher creatures because he's showing the fat guys up. So, so he's gone, but the Cubs got- want to find him. So they're gonna yeah, beat up beat up children. Yes. Yeah. I've got a question. Now, okay. eventually he starts throwing and, and people have the this the radar gun on him. And he's mm-hmm. saying about 101, 103. Yeah. Can you throw a pitch 103 miles an hour from the, the bleachers and hit the, the glove of the uh the the catcher from that distance on a rope like that? It's a good math equation. We'll have to find mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it doesn't seem very accurate to me. What I don't understand is he's uh, he can throw hard. How yeah. the hell is he pinpoint accurate? Yeah. Well, he's not always. Just on this one, he was. Right. But that's hard to do. How to be that pinpoint accurate? Yeah. Uh, but I love the scene where he pulls the ball back and looks back like, oh, the way they Daniel Stern, great job. Good job directing that scene. Oh, he's coming. I can't wait. He's got it. So uh, Fish decides this is the miracle we need. Go and find him. So they track him down. Jack decides he's the dad now because he picked up the phone and he can make some money off this kid. So I can't speak for this because I'm not a father. Well, you are a father, but you don't like to talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ryan, as, as a father... I have the whole idea father. of fatherhood. I want that on the record. <laughs> as a father, the idea is to milk as much money as you can from your kids, right? That's what they're okay, there yeah. for. Sure, that's what it is. So he has skipped the first ten years, and now he's going to make a lot of money off of his kid that he has just in this moment adopted. Just now. Yep. He's his agent. So, he's his agent. He needs yep. an agent. This guy's Cubs just good. At, he's just good at business. He, he's very good at business. Uh, Cubs manager stops by personally to talk about setting up a tryout for, and then Henry answers the door and he's like, I must be looking for your dad. Uh, Jack weird. pulls up and just like, no, 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 this is it. Like, we're good to go here. And we just said they were saying in the owner's box, he's a kid. We got to find the kid. And the, uh, the manager just shows up like now expecting a kid. Can't be, a kid. Can't be. So they take him to the park and he hits a hundred on the radar gun like three times and like all right son to a contract he's our new closer done and done wouldn't 
people be upset about like there isn't there rules you can't don't you need to you can't just be 12 and play in the majors right i don't think there's a rule against it okay i don't know that to be maybe the I mean, like in in football you need to play three years of college or be a certain age to play in baseball anything goes baby maybe mm-hmm. i mean bryce harper didn't play till he was 18 so maybe there's a rule i don't know um so anyways, he is the closer. They sign him. Jack and Fish meet each other, and they look like they want to make out. They love each other right away. They're going to make a lot of money together. Also, you put a child as the most pressure, pressured position. He's, yeah. Like, he's not just a reliever. He's going to Like, you just throw him right into closer. Yep. Immediately. We don't even know if he's any good. He's the closer now. Uh, he just threw 103 miles an hour. We know he's good. Okay. Um, mom finds out, and she's not real thrilled about it. But also, as we've learned, she's not very responsible when it comes to her kids. So she just kind of lets it happen. Very irresponsible. Uh, how? Uh, I'll argue that. How? How is she how, irresponsible? Uh, she lets her twelve-year-old just go and sign a contract that her four-week or what are we at now? Four-month uh, boyfriend set up. We're at five months. Five months boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're right. What? I mean, maybe she at this point she knows he's a good businessman. Exactly. Real quick, uh, real quick update on uh, on if this movie's possible, which is of course not. The age limit for the MLB is 17. You must have earned an, a high school diploma to be eligible to be drafted or to play. Really? Well, he's not drafted. Or to play. Or 16. To play. Uh, you could be 16 and sign a developmental contract. I'll have to assume they put that rule in because of this movie. Because every team went out and tried to sign 12 year olds after this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, um, so he's on the team now. He shows up for his first game. He goes in the player's entrance and no problems there except his friends can't go in, obviously. No, this is great. I love this part because it's the Wizard of Oz. He knocks on the big gate and a little circle yep. door opens and a weird man comes out and says the yep. lines from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Ken come in. And then he opens the door for him and it's like, ah. it's, it's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, goes in. The locker room could not care less about him being there. They're not nice to him. They're not real mean to him, except for Rocket, who says, I don't do autographs. And he tries to get a, uh, get a thing signed. Uh, coach, quite a turnaround from immediate full on prick to I'm your new dad. Yep. Uh, so coach comes in and we get the he starts or he goes back to what becomes a funny thing throughout the movie where he cannot remember his name, calls him Rosenbagger and things like that. But he yes. says, Your locker's over here, he introduces him to finally Coach Brigma, Daniel Stern. Great. He says, yeah. I beamed him when we were in the minors. He's been following me around since. I like the, <laughs> I love the backstory that he beamed him. Why well, he's not the first base coach or a bench coach or something, <laughs> but he's the pitching coach, I don't know. But he is. Uh, and he's great right off the bat. He starts talking. He starts telling about uh, – is this the – no, it's not till later. But he starts choking on sunflower seeds, basically, and like can't even finish his little speech that he's prepared. Great. The uh, oh no no that's that's later yeah, and then at this moment as Henry's about to step into his first major league game, 
we are going to take a quick break here and do a little uh, eBay war. Yes. Ooh. I can find it. Where the heck is it? You can just make it like a shared screen, can't you? Then you don't have to put it in the dock. No, I'll put it in the dock. All right, just put it in the dock. Let's see. Let's see. I can do oh, this. Oh, boy. Control V. Oh, boy. Control P and uh-huh. then Control V. No. A Rowan Gardner signed jersey? Now, before we do that, I do want to just honorable mention, there's a Daniel Stern signed baseball, and he signs it. Daniel Stern, hot ice. I that was good. <laughs> How have you not purchased this and put it on that mantle back there? Because that is $90. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot for a Stern. <clears throat> yep. Worth All right, it. So this is Thomas Ian Nicholas, Henry Rowan Gardner, movie rookie of the year jersey with COA. Mm. <clears throat> I picked it in part because some of the things in here are kind of silly. It's not as wild as before, but this authentic looking custom made replica jersey was signed by Thomas Ian Nicholas, Henry Rowan Gardner of the movie rookie of the year. The jersey size is XL, but runs a little bigger. It's 26 inches. Pit to pit, which is the most important of the measurements. To pit. Pit to pit, 26 inches. The name and numbers have been sewn on. The signing was held in Rochester, New York, February 6, 2022. What? A new thing. Huh. You will receive a copy of a signed COA from myself and the player. Mm. Shipping and handling is $10, and PayPal will be accepted. Well, mm. uh, no, actually, Ryan has to give his. Oh, I just meant if you have PayPal, you can buy this. Oh, okay. Thank you. I would love a Cubs jersey. But how much would you be willing to pay for it? I have to go first. Give me $129.99. Okay. I mean, it's got a COA. Okay. He's not a real guy. I mean, <laughs> He's Tommy C. as the player. Thomas C. Nicholas is a guy. But... He is a guy. He's not He's a not real a player. player. No, Rowan Gardner is not his name. You did. You did one twenty nine ninety nine. One twenty nine ninety nine. Come on. Also, down. it occurs to me number one is probably someone's retired jersey for the Cubs at this point. I doubt you can actually be number one. Really? But sorry, go ahead, Wally. Uh, I'll do one fifty nine ninety nine. I'll give them a little interesting. <laughs> They're both over both again. over. Oh, yeah, wow. this is affordable, no guys. All right, Ryan, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, this guy's got to get something for this. this. Is a lot of work. He had to go to Rochester, he had the science COA to do all this stuff. It, give me, uh, I assume he lives in Rochester. Give me, uh, 69 69 69.69 oh, $69. That is very sexy. Hmm. I'm gonna say. Go. Uh, I'm gonna say eighty. Ooh, went over, yeah. and he was correct. Eighty-four yes. ninety-nine U.S. dollars. Ah, oh. yes. got it. Got it. So, Wally, that can be yours. Uh, estimated delivery between Thursday the 13th and Friday the 14th. You can get it this week. No, thank you. I'm good. But it's so cheap. 
No. No? Okay. Having a lot of trouble finding who wore number one on the Cubs. Just, just I just – I imagine it's hard because in, like, the old days when the Cubs were first starting like everyone else, like you wore jerseys one through nine depending on your spot in the batting order. So someone in those days must have been good. Uh, looks like have not, lots. Of, looks have, like lots of people have worn number one. But it's not yeah, retired. They have not. They have not retired it. They didn't retire it for Roan Gardner. Nope. No. It, the, the it, was, list, it, it, it's worn now in 2022. Uh, yeah. The oh. current list of retired numbers is 10, 14, 23, 26, 31, 31 again, and 42. Larry Boa. Digits. Larry Boa wore number one for the 80s Cubs. Remember Larry Boa? Look at the the Yankees have every single digit retired at this point. Doug Strange. You remember him? Doug Strange wore number one. That's because the Yankees were good. Doug Glanville. Yankees also retire any numbers. Doug Glanville. Remember this guy, Kusuki Fukudome? Remember him? He wore number one. Okay. Uh, Cody Ransom. Nick Madrigal currently wears number one. That name sounds familiar. Nick Madrigal is trying to see what he what his stats are. He's now he was traded to the Cubs this year. eh, He's like a bench guy, looks like. Right. So we'll switch it back to the movie. Henry's into the game. He goes to sit down on the bench, and look at that. He's in the janitor spot. Uh, The janitor, of course, being from that show that you like. Scrubs. Scrubs. He plays, what, the second baseman, I think? First. First baseman? Because he does the trick at the end. Oh, you're right. He does. You're right. Uh, As you said, Ryan, they bring him in to close. Game one. He's the closer. There he is. Emotional spot to be in you need to look be how shocked of, he looks you need to kind of be yeah look at that face you need to be a little bit of a crazy person to be a closer not only does he come in to close but he comes in to close against the bad guy the baseball bad guy he's big he's ugly he's got a yes. beard and he's talking junk so this you know has to be a pro wrestler right he's just so big <laughs> he had to have been a pro wrestler he had to have been uh, so immediately he comes in, tries to throw his fastball, gives up an absolute bomb. And uh, the dude runs the bases and basically says it's for your mom. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's, there's a flaw in this movie. And maybe I was just half asleep and I missed it. This at bat, he goes, I don't care if you throw hard. I eat fastball for breakfast. Yeah, and then but- later when he comes up, Everyone's like throwing the fastball, throwing the fastball. It's like nobody, there was no like moment where Chet Stedman comes out, like dad comes out to the mound. It's like, what's wrong? Oh, my arm. You know, he, he hits fastballs. What if you just throw it? Like, there was no. You yeah, think he has like, like a working changeup? Do you really think that this 12 year old's got that? Not even that, though. Like, you, <laughs> you just hurt your arm. You know, it's not working. Like, Call somebody out from the there's bench other like, there's hey, other players like 12 <laughs> relievers in there. We'll we'll get there. Okay. That's that's at the end of the season. Yeah. So after he gives up a home run, he hits the next batter, then throws a wild pitch, but he hangs on by the skin of his teeth when they pick the guy off trying to go to third. Not pick him off, throw him out trying to steal third. 
So then we get into the dugout after the game. He's picked up the save, even though he tried to blow it. And we get the other best line of this movie. Some guys like the heat. Some guys like ice. I've got it. Hot ice. I heat up the ice cubes. I heat up the ice. giving his advice. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's, yep. it's just brilliant. Daniel Stern is prime Daniel Stern in this whole movie. Just He's a superstar. Throwing 90 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, now we go to school, and now that he's in the major leaguer, he's confident enough to go talk he, to the girl. He's still going to school. Yeah. He's a major leaguer, still going to school. For now. <laughs> Don't they have day games? The Cubs have lots of day games. They do. They play every day. So he goes, he starts talking to Becky. Wait, but in the summer, so why the fuck is he doing it? Why is he still in school? Well, we're back in school. It's the end of the year. We're in, like, September now. Oh, is that what it is? It's yeah. September. Right. You're right. Uh, so he's talking to Becky. The fat kid charms his way into the other girl, a la the way Dan Hepp used to do it. <laughs> he just makes fun of people, and it works somehow. <laughs> um, we then see the kids going out to work on their boat, and they have stolen a motor from someone, but they have a working boat motor. They're like, how'd you get this? Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Your dad just said it was okay, right? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, we come back to practice and we get Daniel Stern hitting baseballs and his comedic genius just shines here. So funny. Why is he hitting baseballs? He keeps hitting them. Yeah, why? Why? What the hell is happening here? And he keeps hitting himself in the head. Yeah. He can only pop it up onto his own head. Which, yep. That's got to take talent just to just to be able to do that over and over again. Yeah. Uh, the coach makes Rocket work with Henry. He doesn't want to, but he's terrible, so he's got to do something. Uh, he comes out the next game. He's throwing the ball all over the place. He still can't like throw a strike. So then Chet comes out to uh, give him a pep talk. It doesn't make any sense. He knows it doesn't make any sense. What does he say? You got to have a half to or something? Yeah. What's your half to? And he says, what the heck what? was I talking about? And then Henry says, what was I talking about? What was he talking about? And then the coach is like, what were you talking about? And he goes, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> uh, he holds on, gets another save. They've now won a couple games in a row. And Pepsi wants to sign him based solely on that game. He blew the save. They're walking. He gets the save. What is it, $12 million or something like that? Yeah, they would have been all over this. All yeah. sponsors would have been all over this immediately. Come yep. on, get back in the locker room. He's found an autographed baseball from Rocket in his uh, locker. So now they've bonded. Will, oh, you, you, be my, will you be my dad? <laughs> sponsored by Pepsi. Trying to get a little. A little let's money, get it. Huh? Let's get. Let's get, get it. Get that money. Let's get that. Need, let's get, get that it. Pepsi money. I'm sure they they're gonna see this. Oh yeah, they're yeah. gonna be charmed. No one's <laughs> ever, no one's ever thought to proposition us like this. <laughs> Call Mr. <laughs> Pepsi up. Let's give these guys a million dollars a year. I'll take it. Great. Um, <laughs> after the game, the friends get to run around in Wrigley Field, and they're just kids having fun. The ball players are like, "Oh, this is nice." And then Rocket decides, "Well, I have to work with him. I'm gonna get him back. I'm gonna nail his mom." 
Oh my <laughs> Gary god. Gary Busey goes over and starts hitting on his mom. But I don't think he's hitting on her. He's just like talking to her and she's like, "Oh, look at this man." Well, he's, he's a baseball player. He's much better than jerk or Mark or whatever the guy's name is. Well, we do keep hearing that Henry's dad used to be a good, pretty good baseball player, so she must have mm. a type. Yeah. Mm. Um what is the jerk's name? Who's it? Jack. The oh Jack. Okay. Yeah. Jack. Uh we hop on a plane. It's time for a road trip. So now here's I guess where he's not in school. Um Daniel Stern once again, he shows him you gotta steal food from the airlines so you can eat it the next day. Just keep, airline food. This is good this is his number one piece of advice that i think is real like steal the free food at all at all times there's lots of free food just steal it all you can eat it later it's free <laughs> great tip but maybe he's not crazy because rocket says he's eating one of the best salisbury steaks he's ever had he's odd on an airplane salisbury. uh we learned that he had his shoulder surgically repaired and he basically is too afraid to throw a fastball he says i don't know what will happen if i crank it back up so he would rather just get yelled give up you know era of nine or whatever uh daniel stern shows him to the to his bedroom says you'll be in here i'll be next door uh he's on the phone with his friends and then he gets daniel stern gets himself stuck between the two hotel doors to his room fantastic i have a problem i have a problem with this there is no way a human (laughs) being can fit in that that space those doors are usually literally back to back yeah they're pretty that, close normally i would agree with you but daniel stern makes it work i like his direction again where he's stuck between the doors and looks up when we get the camera in the ceiling like looking yeah. straight down that's great little help you little help now little uh, in his next game henry has a good uh at inning they want him to pitch another so he's got a bat so they send him up everyone's so he's freaking a, out he's the closer why is he yeah. batting yeah yeah like, doing it in close it happens i know but you got it like you have to know that your pitcher is going to be up the next inning why would you even yeah. risk it for this so if you're in a situation you're you're not batting the you're pinch hitting for the guy every almost every time right no he's by far the best pitcher on the team i think we've learned oh man send him back out there in the beginning of the movie, I was thinking to myself, well, what's, what's going to happen if, when he has to hit three times a game? And then I realized he's, he's just a closer. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. And then we get this scene. And I'm like, what the f- <laughs> Like, What are they going to do? So he goes up, but because he's so tiny, he draws a walk, which is probably what would happen. Yeah. Well, uh, he no. swings at ball four, and, but it's after the umpire's already called the ball four and walked him. Yeah. Which, again, no. I feel like the umpire would have been like, oh, well, no, you swung. So that, that's strike one. He already called it. So he gets to walk down the first, immediately takes a lead. It starts messing with the pitcher. Uh, he's, on, he's on first going, pitcher's got a big butt. Give me a famous closer. Give me a famous closer. Like the most famous, Trevor Hoffman. Jonathan How many uh, bats Trevor Hoffman had? Keep going. Okay. Um, it, yeah, it's got to be a, a closer from the National League. Right. I think he was a National League closer. So he draws a walk. 
the pitcher gets mad at him, throws it over, throws it away. So now he gets all he races out and he's standing on second base, keeps doing it. Pitcher's got some hang on his nose. So I think again, what actually happens is the pitcher just beans the next batter, looks him yeah. dead in the face and said, That's on you. You did that. <laughs> Which that would have probably happened, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh the next guy comes up and hits a rope down the line for a double, uh, presumably. So Henry stands and watches it for a minute, then he takes off, and the dude behind him has caught him. He's already yeah. he's running like feet behind him, and he's like, run faster. And he's going, This is as fast as I go. But they end up scoring at the same time. Yep. Um, and so now he's a superstar because he can run the bases too. All right. Oh, wait, we did miss one of my favorite things. When he's up to bat, you get his mom watching on TV. Oh, yes. She's going, mm. oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it, it cuts quick to Chet, and he goes, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it cuts back to Henry, and he's standing in the batter's box going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they do he it three like, times. <laughs> doesn't even step into the box. The umpire has to say, like, get in the box. So he steps in the farthest back corner with his feet together, mind you, like, like you would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. So Trevor Hoffman, if we're going yep. off Trevor Hoffman. Okay. Closers hitting. Now it can't happen anymore because there's DH in the NL, so it's not a problem anymore. Really? But, yeah. Yeah. Universal DH is is a thing now. I think. Apparently, I have not been paying attention. Yeah, it is. That's I think dumb. this is the first year. Anyway, Trevor Hoffman, dude, played 18 years in the major leagues. Uh-huh. Hall of Famer, multiple time MVP, six thousand hits, Cy Young winner, or at bats, not hits, at bats. In an 18-year career, he had 34 at-bats, okay? Almost two a year. 34 at-bats. But over 10 years, no, 12 years, I think, starting in 2000, 10 years, he had a total of five at-bats. That's it. So you're saying he had more at-bats at the start of his career? Yes, he did. When I'm assuming he wasn't a closer. For eight yeah, straight years, sense. he had zero plate appearances. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> He's because not, you want to know why? Almost no if sense. Because if you know that your pitcher is going to be hitting in the bottom of the eighth or whatever, you don't bring him in in the top of the eighth. Yeah. If you know your pitcher's strike zone is legitimately one foot tall, <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. That was the strategy. That a, was a the strategy. A real pitcher would be able to hit that strike zone. That – happened for real it was with a little person they put him up to bat and he drew a walk i don't remember when it was back in like the 20s or something but that did happen the 20 that doesn't count it's the 20s jesus bill it counted all right um sorry to where were we oh yes so then we get him uh he's now that he scored a run now he's a full-on star so we get a um a bunch of clips of him playing baseball there's a word for it that i can't remember Montage. montage. Thank montage. you. Montage. Montage. Uh, montage. And there's some tiny little creature with bonds written on his back of his jersey. No <laughs> idea who he is. He's not recognized. Oh my god, that's right. Okay. He this struck is... out Bobby Bonilla, which was yep. fantastic. Bobby Bonilla. Fantastic. I don't remember who the second one was though. Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonilla, and uh hold on. That wasn't Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is 80 pounds heavier than that guy. <laughs> yeah. This is pre-steroids bonds, so. Oh, oh, okay. 
Oh no! Uh, Are we gonna get our? Uh, we have to get our lawyers on that. That won't we? No. Now we got Pepsi money. <laughs> uh, Pedro Guerrero was the third guy. Pedro Guerrero uh, must have had a big year in '93. They are credited as the th- each one of them the three big whiffers. <laughs> That's what their credits are. Daniel Stern got them. No, three big whiffers. Pedro Guerrero, I know nothing about. Must have nope. had a great season in '93 or '92. Uh, so he strikes out the stars. They win the game. Uh, they come home through the airport, and he gets mobbed. So Big Daddy Chet says, "Like, follow me. I'll get us out of here." Drags him and his mom out to his limo, where now out to her yeah. limo. And rather than now, he's trying to get with Henry's mom. Henry's trying to get him and his mom together. Yeah, it's weird. Again, stop making your kids like, stop making these kids movies with kids trying to get parents to bone other people. That's just. <laughs> I need a new dad. <sighs> I'm gonna set this up. All right, Pedro Guerrero. In '92, it was his final year, so he didn't really have good stats. But in 1989, he hit 42 home runs. Okay. No, okay. I'm sorry. No, he didn't. 42 doubles oh, of the league. Really? 17 home not, runs. Not as good. Not as good. Uh, his batting average was 300. Who right. did he play for? He played for, for the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. And then he played for the Cardinals at the end of his career, which I'm guessing his this is, he was a Cardinal during this filming of this. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. So. Well, the Dodgers won. Still a weird the, choice. Didn't they? So maybe he was on the maybe he was on that uh uh world championship team for the Dodgers. Could have been. All right, they escape. Uh then we find out the Cubs are throwing a big party for everybody because they're doing good, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Stern shows them what's up, what the life of a star is all about. Free soda and pinball. Let's do it. Yeah, it makes it look like he's gonna teach them how to get girls, and then he's Pushes no, girls out of the way all, essentially. It's all about pinball. Yep, that's how you get down with Daniel Stern. Um, yeah. Jack and Mary, or not Jack and Mary, Chet and Mary, his mom, are dancing now. Yeah, punch this guy in the face. What are you doing? Jack is just sitting at the bar getting mad, rightfully, but doing nothing what about it. What are you doing? Also, what is Mary doing? But slow dancing with her new man. Yep. Fish comes over to Jack and he says, hey, I want to sell your kid to the Yankees. Uh, you're going to make a lot of money. And he it's basically... Be, and what, $25 million? Something like that. Because even in this movie about the National League, the Yankees are the worst. Just the absolute evil, terrible franchise. I'm disappointed that this deal didn't go through. Mm-hmm. You should be. Uh, so basically he says, alright, sure. You can... Buy my, you can sell my child, uh, but you have to also fire Chet Stedman. No problem. Fire Chet Stedman, but he doesn't fire him. No, nope. he's going <laughs> to sit on the bench. Um, benches him. Henry has a Pepsi commercial, and then he's late for his big date to hang out with the boys. So they get mm. mad at him for big time on him, and they get into a physical altercation. Mm. They're not friends anymore. 
Uh, so Henry's mad. Chet then gets called into the office where the coach calls him in and Fish is in there and basically says, you're done. You're not pitching again this season, and that's it. No we'll get rid of you. Um, right. Why not just cut him? Probably paying him anyways. I don't know. I wonder if they tried to send him through the waivers and nobody claimed him. Oh, uh, maybe. Get a little in the weeds there, guy. <laughs> That's what we do on this show. We get in the weeds. <laughs> what we're here to do. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could have sent him to the minors at that point. but um, We go back home and we learn that Henry's dad actually was not a baseball star. Just stories that his mom told him his whole life. Uh, dad took off when she was preggers and she lied to him this whole time about it. And, and remind me, who told him? Grandma. Who yelled this at him? No, no. Who yelled all this information at him? I believe that was Jack. Exactly. Douchebag Jack. Yeah. Hmm. But he's like, don't worry about it. I've known. Graham told me. And not a big deal. Uh, he then goes to hang out with his friends, and they're totally cool with him coming back. The fight's over. Which at first I thought was weird, but then realized, no, no that's exactly how children are. That's That's, how, that's how friends work. Yeah. Really. Um, so they take the boat out for a joyride. They go and pick up the ladies, and I forgot that even Clark's got a little girlfriend now. Um, nice. So they have a, a lovely boat ride where all three of them seem to be enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, Henry then, after this, decides, that's it. I have a girl now. I can't also be a pitcher. So he walks into the owner's office and says, I'm retiring after the season. And the owner's like, oh, that's really sad. But okay, I get it. Sure. No problem here. He says, I got to ask you, though, why were you going to sell me to the Yankees? And the owner is shocked by this. He has no idea what's going on. And Fish is in the corner cowering because he's been caught now. So he basically says, I'm going to take care of this. Don't worry about it. Um, we then get a very confusing thing where they're trying to win the division, but also get to the World yeah. Series, which is yeah. not how it works. Winning the, yeah. pennant and winning the division are not the same. Still don't so, understand. We've brought this up it, multiple times. Why is every sports movie winning the pennant? I don't know. Not yeah. winning the World this, Series. This was before they had the wild card. So but I don't they still had division playoffs play. were like. Yeah, I don't remember. They were the still playoffs. playoffs. There were still more than one yeah, round. You had to I think it was four teams total. I think if you won your division, you played the other division winner, and then the winner of that went to the World Series. But there is a round in between, and they blur that real good here. Yeah. Um, bizarre. So the coach says, hey, Chet, even though I know I just told you you're shut down, I'm actually going to start you today. We need the experience. The yeah, hell? a terrible call. Fire this coach. But puts him out there, and you can see he's pumped up now. He's actually throwing gas again. He's pumping it in the way he hasn't all season. Uh, he then – as we get later in the game, throws out of his shoulder. He knows as soon as he does it, it's over. But, but he guts through it. He says, I want one more. And he ends up having a foot race to home plate and wins it to record an out. Insane. I, I love this this little uh, everybody in slow motion just looking at each other. Like, yep. throw me the ball. I can't throw oh, the ball. He can't throw the ball. <laughs> he can't throw the ball. I should start running. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Even after this lucky play, Coach is like, yeah, that was real good. I can't wait to pitch you in the World Series. And he's like, no, I am done, done. My shoulder is shot. Yep. But then Coach was like, 
Well, at least don't take my job until next year, please. <laughs> he nope. knows he's not a good coach. He does. Uh, so Henry's going to have to come in for multiple innings again. Unfortunately, no at bat. Uh, Somehow, because, okay, Chet pitched six innings. Uh-huh. Presumably, okay, say Henry doesn't have to hit because he'd have to hit in the bottom of the ninth. They're in the yeah, they're in Chicago. That checks out. Still in a reliever. But no matter what, he's got to get nine outs, right? Am I am I wrong on that? He has to get nine outs. Yeah. Okay. Then never mind. Yeah, but we don't see him get nine outs. No, we see him get a couple, and then we We go straight to the ninth. Seventeen. Um, he's going out to the ninth. They're like, "Come on, Henry, one more inning. We're going. We got this." Uh, he goes running out. He's happy go lucky because he has no fear. Blah 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 blah. Does it again. Slips on a baseball, goes flying, lands on his arm, unbreaks it or re-breaks it perfectly. I don't know. But his arm no, just no goes, back to, goes back to normal. Yeah. How do you not notice the ball that you're going to use to pitch? He's an idiot. He's, he's got his back turned. He's like running out. Yeah. Da, 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 da. He's very unathletic. Also that. He is very unathletic. Yeah. So he realizes he can't pitch, doesn't say anything to anyone, starts throwing in real intentional slow, walk. intentional walks. No one seems to say, hey, how come you're not throwing fastballs? Um, now, as we, you guys started to say earlier, Chet pitched six innings. He's pitched three now. They literally have no rest of the bullpen. <laughs> could be, they could just, he could just – also, there's a manager come out and get him. Yeah. The first – Freaking pitch of an intentional walk. Just go out and get him. Yeah. Be like, hey, nope. what's wrong with nope. you? Why nope. aren't you throwing? Yeah. No, nope. That's too smart. That doesn't make for a good movie, I guess. No. So <laughs> well, this now becomes, so he walks the batter and then calls in the entire team for a meeting. So timeout is called if you're having this meeting on the mound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he basically says, we got a little kid our way through this. Ryan, I assumed you love this part of the movie because you usually love the hijinks of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this. I like, I like plans being made that you don't hear what they're gonna do the only problem i have with this part and i love the the team huddle everything only problem i have is the one two three cubs at the end i've never seen a baseball team do the hands in the middle or do they really do that i don't remember that i've never seen any baseball never seen a baseball team this tight (laughs) yeah because he calls he doesn't just call in the infield the outfield comes in as well yeah Meeting on the mound. We needed the outfield leaders to know what was going on. So he says to the team, like, I don't got an arm. They are all okay with him staying in the game. Not one of them <laughs> says, hey, coach. Hey, they get upset, kid. but then he says, I have a plan. <laughs> okay, we're going to go with this 12-year-old's plan. No problem. Hey, so we start with the good old-fashioned hidden ball trick. I'm pretty sure this is oh, not yeah. legal either. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can't do There that. is a version of it that's legal, but in this case, I'm pretty sure it's not because they're on the mound during a timeout. Like, I think you exactly. can't just start, that's, but I don't know. I didn't look that that's up. That's the pretty sure no, it's, it's part of It's part of the errors and goofs. Yeah, okay. you can't do that. Pretty sure you cannot do this. Like, if, if the first baseman just had it at the end of a play and he didn't realize, then that would work, but the way they did this, yeah. Um, so he steps off and then Henry turns around and shows him that he doesn't have the ball. Janitor standing the there and tags him out. Instead. Yeah. Because he's Rosenbagger. Yeah. Run a mucker. And so 
he gets them out and they laugh at him like everyone. I can't believe he fell for that. It's the oldest trick in the book. What a dummy. Mm-hmm. He's playing stickball out there. Let him go. Let him go. And yeah, still don't go out and, and talk to him yet. Still nope. don't get him. Uh, now we're going to. It's a miracle they got this guy out. Walk another batter. Bring somebody else in. Yeah, batter this is first. the real miracle. This one is the real miracle. I'm pretty chicken, sure you can't chicken, do this chicken. either. There's, burk, 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 there's no burk. way umpires would allow either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw the ball up in the air. It goes on he for goes so to long. To do it, and he takes off for second. Henry runs Fake faster throw. to second. Fake throw. Yeah. And tags him out. Two outs, two down. This kid knows what he's doing. Uh, now, and then, of course, who comes up? But Hedo. the big, dumb, ugly, bad guy. Which he would have already been in the batter's box at this point. Yeah. While while Henry's doing his stupid little trick, he would have already been in the the batter's box. Well, he didn't notice him because he was too ready for his plan. He comes up. How do you not know who's coming up? Everybody seems surprised by it, too. Oh, it's him? They have a batting order that they've gone through all game, but okay. (laughs) So he throws a slow pitch pitch and he gets strike one. And again, call in the bullpen. Nope, we're going to let it ride. Throws another slow pitch and he hits it 600 feet foul. Just crushes it. There's like, I got you now. And he doesn't know what to do. He's playing with his glove and he peels it off and sees that it's not his dad's glove. It's his mom's glove. No. Mom was a star. Oh my God. God. That's like, like it's a big reveal. Yeah. Uh, she basically says it to him earlier in the movie. Yeah. Like your dad. Oh, I knew that. So wait. <laughs> All this is very convoluted, but good. So, good yeah, for, it, good it's moment like for if mom. you if you know that your dad was wasn't gone, this big star, then, then why then do you have this glove? And who faked? Yeah, it? whose glove do you think it is? Who do you? Why? What? What the hell? Well, it was mom trying to fake it, but yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. We did get a scene earlier in the movie where she goes to toss him something, getting on a plane, and she underhands it to him. And Daniel Stern goes, oh, I ain't seen the floater since Scuffy McGee. <laughs> Quote Mountain. He's, oh man, he's so good. So, all right, now that he knows his mom's a star, he's going to throw the floater. He's going to just throw it underhand. Lob well, it up first, to home plate. First, he gives up the 600 foot foul ball. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. During this whole game, we've, we haven't mentioned where Daniel Stern is. We haven't. The best he's part locked himself in a cage. He locks himself in the, in the equipment cage and then just <laughs> continually you see him shaking it. Don't come to <laughs> Yeah, he can tell what's going on. I don't know if it's just from the yeah, world. I don't know. <laughs> How does he know? Um, <laughs> so he throws a, a straight up floater, underhand pitch, uh, goes up. The tongue comes out from the ugly guy. Yeah. Strike three, game over. Got him. And he whines and cries yep. like a baby. Yep. That, uh, this is the part where I'm like, I've seen this part before where he's got his tongue hanging out of his mouth, like, ah, I gotta crush this thing, and then swings and misses. Yeah. I've seen that before. And then very quickly, you wrap it up. Henry goes back to being a kid. Rockets his new Little League coach slash dad, probably. Uh, and also, by the way, Henry and the Cubs won the World Series. 
So I don't know if that means we assume Henry continued to pull these tricks in the World Series or not, but he's got a ring. He wins the World uh, Series, but yeah. doesn't yeah. play in it, does he? Probably not. I don't know. I would maybe, hope maybe he's I R. But that, I don't know. Yeah, I was, just gets a th- ring. That is that is two of their star pitchers out for the World Series. How do they, they win? win. <laughs> How do they gumption. win? Gumption. Gumption. All of his uh, bench taunts is how they win the World Series. He obviously was just nope. on the bench. Big stinking hey, shit. Yelling at people. <laughs> and they lost. Who yelled it at him during... Oh, it was Brickma yelled it to him when, uh, like his first game. He's yelling. They Give all... him the big stinking cheddar. Um, right. the, oh, yeah, all the infielders are like, all right, settle down now, settle down, settle down when he first gets out there. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they get into it. They like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a movie. Yeah. What a movie. He's still playing jeans, though. The yeah. 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 He's back like, to jeans. The Cubs took the uniform back. No, no, no. We need this for the next 12-year-old. He's back to jeans. And uh, <laughs> Chet is the coach. Yeah. That's the coach now. Um, and like, new dad, I assume. Chet Stedman. What was... Could have been the Cubs manager. Instead, he's the Little League manager. Yep. All right. So... As a rookie in baseball, he would have been making a hundred and nine thousand dollar minimum at the time. Awesome. He can't buy new baseball equipment with that hundred nine thousand dollars. Nope. Nope. Yeah. nope. Still has plan jeans. Chad either. His baseball coach can't get him a new uni. We did a lot of the goofs for Staten Goose already, kind of as we went. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I like but- one. Go ahead. Gary Busey was clean shaven during production, and the mustache she is seen wearing is fake. For the entire movie, Chet Stern's mustache, Chet Stedman's mustache is fake. That seems odd. Yeah, but seems hilarious. That seems like Gary Busey, though. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not growing it back out. No. Uh. Uh. Else? Cool man, cool man. So there was one that we didn't mention that I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. It was uh, George, his friend George, when he first goes on the the road trip. His mom goes, "All right, well, what do we do now?" And George responds, "Go back to our dull lives and search for meaning." <laughs> that made me actually laugh out loud. But uh, uh, it's got the two that always stood out for me were hot ice. I heat up the ice. Yeah, that's good. And of course, funky butt loving. That's Did good you too. Funky butt loving. I feel like we didn't talk enough about uh, John Candy. No, I know this is this oh, is yeah. not this is not cool mountain, but I enjoy this. Uh, that's gonna bring Rockets earn run average to I don't know three hundred or something, which is probably equal to the attendance here today. What a team! <laughs> Yeah, I like how he cheers against the team. Uh, and there's one part where he he's like cheering for it to go fair or something. Is it the go fair part? I can't remember the go foul, go fair. And he's like, It's gonna go fair, it's gonna go fair. And the other guy says, It's gonna go foul. And he's like, Huh, you were wrong, even though he was reversed. (laughs) I like that. John Candy was good in this movie. Oh, this is one of his first line was opening day at Wrigley. And oh, what a sight. The diamond, the decorations, 
and the dread of yet another losing season. Mm. They did at the That's end just... in the credits say thank you to Cubs fans who never give up. Right. Because at this point, they were legitimately like 80-something years into yeah. having not won a World Series. Daniel Stern, here's a good one. Punctuality, Henry. Without it, time to stand still. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. Uh, yeah, I think it's got to be funky butt loving. Funky butt loving. Yep. I think it's got to be funky butt loving. One of the kids said something funny, too, in the lunchroom, but I can't find it now. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh. The prices. There's the uh, we talked about prices in movies, like in uh, in uh. Oh, that's what. When the guy buys the hot dog and the beer at Fenway. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like five bucks or whatever. Give him one like, dollar. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, you're eleven bucks short, which still yeah. means they were only three bucks. That's not that bad. Yeah, that's and he not, goes. That, Three dollars for a hot dog? Yeah, that part. Three dollars for a hot dog? Yeah, right, man. That's not expensive. There was another one from him that I really, really like, and I gotta. Oh, uh, it's they're sending Henry in. We're gonna go sit closer because we're. And, and he goes, seats? You mean down on field level? Yeah. No, 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 no. Please, that's that's too dangerous. And mom goes, why? Because me, the owner of the Cubs, sitting down with the fans, they kill me. Mm. <laughs> Just like, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, most valuable player of this movie? I mean, Daniel Stern. It has to be, right? It has to be. It's, it's Brickma, yeah. yeah. It has to be Daniel Stern. How would he, you know, he taught that kid everything he knows. Yeah. About stealing food and... Probably still rest, food to this day. Rest and recuperation. Uh, final verdict? I enjoyed watching this. I don't know if it's because I was having a scotch and yeah. it was late at night, but I enjoyed watching it. I'll give it a solid 7.2. Oh, I was going to say 6.4. Oh, I was going to Yes, it was enjoyable. There are parts where it's like, oh, God, I hate this kid so much. Hmm. But uh, I'd say 6.6. Six. Okay. 6.6. 6. <clears throat> So All right, we'll do... stick with Hold the 6.6. Are you going to average them? I'm going to average them in a second as soon as I can get the calculator. I'm going. very high on go. this. 6.6 plus uh, 6.2, Bill? Four. Four. Four, okay. And you were 7.2? 7.2. Okay. Divided by three. That's 6.7 something? 6.7, yep. All right. Look at you. Look at me. you. 6.7. How come you just didn't do that in your head from the start? 6.7. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, All right. There. It's me now, so you have to spin Where does the that wheel? put it? Well, roughly on our list. Oh, yeah. Where is that? Oh, uh, so it is currently right behind Little Giants, which was 6.8. And okay. then right above, right above Glory Road, which was 6.5. I feel like this is a good spot. I feel like that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's a solid spot. Yeah. Oh, that's a solid spot. Solid. All right. Let's say right around Little Giants is good. Yeah. I think it's my turn to pick. Yep. So you, you want me to spin the you wheel? You want to spin it for me? Uh, sure, sure. And it can't be baseball, right? Maybe you could be really, done yeah, a lot. I mean, we've done four baseball movies already. You get miscellaneous. Ooh. Miscellaneous. Just just barely made it over the line to miscellaneous. 
Miscellaneous. You're the only one to do this so far with basketball. This is your category. I guess so. Uh, I guess the sport for basketball is not basketball. It's miscellaneous. <laughs> right. Did you put it in its own basketball category? <laughs> I put it as basketball. All right. And now I can't spell miscellaneous. I don't think there, I don't, there's. <laughs> I just wrote other on my list. All right. Uh, hold on. This is going to be a little bit of a process here. We've got two potentials for this category right now. Oh, really? Uh, I, I've yeah. got one. Yeah. Trying to figure out if this mm. movie is available. Hold on. Mm, good call. Yeah, that's I'll, that is the toughest part of finding something for some yeah. of these categories. Like, where can I find this actual movie? Hold on. I just confirm. I believe it is, but let me just confirm. I'm planning on doing dodgeball. Okay. Okay. Right. That's fun. You can dodge, dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. I've yeah, there's a lot of quotes in this one. So I, uh, I don't even. It, need it to... is on HBO Max. No one makes me bleed my own blood. Yes, what it's on HBO Max. Bleed my own blood. <clears throat> yes, it's on HBO Max. So we're gonna do dodgeball. Okay. What else do we need to do? Is that it? We're done. Wrap this sucker up in a neat bow. We're done. Solid movie choice, Bill. Solid movie choice. I enjoyed this. I liked it. Yes, liked it quite a bit. Fun. Oh, Bill, did you have a uh, any segments that uh, you you adding anything to your dating repertoire here? Oh yeah, dating repertoire. Oh, the dating repertoire. Yeah, build a boat. Build a boat. (laughs) So where does that fall into the list, though? Is it oh early God. in the list or list? no? It's when I it's when I'm trying to lock it down. All There's right, already so, been some shared interest from our interaction so, in the bar. Okay, so and to lock it down, I don't go. Board. Should we go over let's, it one more time? Yeah, in this, let's go over it. Yep. So right. we start with walk into a room. Walk into a room. Lock eyes. All right. Very high contact. Hard yeah. eye contact. Walk over. Touch your hand. What about Tell wink? Her. Where's wink? Oh, you're right. When we lock eyes, I wink. Wink. Walk over, touch her hand, tell her I think we should move in together. Yes. Then she's a little, I don't know how to feel about this, so I walk away, get to the door, turn around, give her a look, walk back. Okay. I believe that's how you seal the deal. Then I bring her up on the rooftop for the first date. And then after a very successful first date, I build a boat. <laughs> lock I build in. a boat. I build them out. It works every time. That would be the one thing that would help me the most in this, I think, is owning a boat. <laughs> yeah, owning a boat. What about the ugly part? I don't think you're... Should that be added? <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> think you're very ugly. I don't she think has you're to say that to me, though. I can't, I can't say that to her. I don't think you're very ugly. Yeah. Maybe you add that in. I, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. He has Fair. to say that about me. Fair enough. All right. I think we got it. All right. Rookie of the year. Next time, dodgeball. See you next time. Peace.